the prophecy comes true, and she gets to see with her own eyes this Jesus, the Messiah, the hope of the world, the light of the world. And Anna praises God. She goes out and tells everybody. She's so excited. The light's arrived. Messiah's here, the one that's going to save us all. He's here, the one we've waited for. This word, this blueprint for our whole lives is here. Can you get a sense of the joy that they had? For them, the waiting was over. But the reality in our lives is we're kind of plagued with this waiting. (laughs) Our lives, whether it's the, the slow checkout guy or whether it's waiting for a diagnosis or a result to prayer or an answer to prayer or Our lives are marked by waiting. And I want to suggest to you that it's a spiritual discipline to wait. And it's a discipline that we can practice. So I want you to think for a second with me. I've got a few things that I'm waiting for, including this pregnancy to end with my daughter's healthy birth of of our granddaughter. But where in your life are you being called? Do you feel the sense or do you know that you're having to wait? So think about that for a second. Where in your life are you being, are you in that place of waiting? And then I want to offer a tool for you. It's a little acrostic that the Lord gave me when I was preparing this for the word wait that might help you as you wait, as you practice the spiritual discipline of waiting. And I think it might help you because I know it helps me to keep these things in mind. So if you're anything like me, maybe this will help you like it's helping me. So the word wait for the W, wonder. I wonder how God is going to work in this situation. It's that kind of holy anticipation. I wonder how this is going to work out. I know somehow it's going to work out, this thing that I'm waiting on. But I wonder how it's all going to come about. I wonder when it's going to happen. I wonder who God will use to make this situation work out. I wonder how it's going to happen. I wonder why I have to wait so long. (laughs) Wonder. W. And then for the A. And this one is really hard to accept. (laughs) Mary Kate back there said accept (laughs) before I said it. Accept that God's timing is different than our timing. When I get a sense that, that something's going to happen in my wondering that God definitely is going to somehow deal with this situation, I want it done right now. You know, okay, God, 
I get it. You're going to take care of it, so take care of it now, would you? You know, the psalmist cry, how long do I have to wait, God? That's how I feel sometimes. Why am I being kept waiting? But to recognize when we wait, as we accept the waiting, accepting that God's timing is working in each of us to grow us, to deepen our reliance on him, to expand our vision, to deepen our love and our reliance on this one who is absolutely reliable. So wonder and accept, acceptance. And then the third one is to intercede, to pray. While we wait, instead of tapping our foot, drumming our fingers, how long, oh God? But to pray, to intercede for that situation, that person, that and it, sometimes it's ourselves, the impatience that we're experiencing as we wait, to go to God in prayer. To wonder, to accept, to intercede, and finally, the T, to give thanks. One of my favorite prayers is, God, I thank you ahead of time for how you're going to work this thing out. God, admit it. I don't know how it's going to work out. I don't see a way through. I don't see a way over or under or around this situation that's tearing my heart into little pieces. But I'm going to thank you ahead of time because I know somehow it's going to work out. Gratitude is a hugely powerful thing in our lives. We can choose to worry, we can choose to stew, we can choose to drum our fingers in impatience, or we can choose to offer thanks to a God who has our very best interests at heart, who loves us beyond reason, who loves us immeasurably, and knows what's absolutely best for us, even when we absolutely hate what we're going through at any given time in our lives. We can trust this one who will make things work out in a way that will often surprise us and draw us deeper and deeper into hearts of gratitude. I love the story of St. Augustine and his mother, Monica. St. Augustine, before he became a saint, lived a life of debauchery. I love that word. Doesn't it just sound like it is? Debauchery. He was a party animal as a young man. He was a womanizer and a drunkard, and he whiled away his hours doing a whole lot of nothing, living a life of sin and debauchery. And his mother, Monica, was a saint. She prayed, and she prayed, and she prayed some more, 
She prayed for over, they say, 20 years for her son to turn around, for her prodigal to turn around. And we know he did. Saint Augustine, whose writings are amazing, who's inspirational to so many people by the way he conducted his life once he turned. (laughs) But Monica had to wait. And she had to wonder. She had to accept God's timing. She had to intercede. And I imagine, based on what we know of her, she offered great thanks for her knowledge that God would eventually cause her beloved son to turn. I doubt with, whether even in her wildest dreams she would have dreamt her son would become the kind of saint he became. But she waited faithfully. So I offer to all of us this day as we wait, and whatever our situations are, whichever things that we're waiting for, whether it be for a Seahawk victory or whether, <laughs> or whether we're waiting for a diagnosis or we're waiting for an outcome and have been praying for years and years or, or waiting painfully for something, to recognize that we have a God that loves us so much and knows exactly our heartaches and our joys and knows exactly his plan for each of us that will bring glory and honor and great joy as we deepen in this practice of waiting. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. 
We acknowledge one baptism. And we look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.